Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do this. How's everybody? Great to have you here on If You Don't Like That. The uh, Kings are taking on the Denver Nuggets tomorrow. De'Aaron Fox is questionable with a knee contusion. Uh, I'll talk about last night's game, which was an absolute embarrassment. Plain and simple, uh, what happened last night against the Miami Heat was a debacle. Debacle. Plain and simple. Can't have it. Uh, To me, by far, and Ryan and I disagreed on this, but to me, by far, The game last night was the worst loss of the season. So happy to have you here on If You Don't Like That. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter, stolen by Williams. And look at this. You don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That is a major league smush. Well, there was no holy moly Jim Bob Bowley last night. Uh, Last night was a disgrace. Plain and simple. A disgrace. You take on a Miami team without half their roster. Half their team did not play last night. No Jimmy Butler. No Rozier, no hero. Well, if, you know, if you, I don't have enough time to list all the players that weren't in, in the lineup. And the Kings come out and play that poorly. Defense pathetic. I, I don't know what else to say other than I've been saying this all season long. I don't see how you can take this team seriously. I really don't. How can you take this team seriously? If you want to give me a call, go right ahead. We'd love to have you on the show. And... The the game tonight, or the game tomorrow night, Denver's got Jamal Murray back. All right? The Kings have three wins in three games against Denver. I think the Nuggets are going to blow the Kings' doors off tomorrow night. And if Fox doesn't play, it could be very ugly. Again, Fox is questionable with a knee. All right? I don't really have a good feeling about these next two games. I really don't. 
You know, and Carl Anthony Towns is not playing tonight against the Spurs due to personal reasons. I wonder what that means with the next game for Minnesota being against Sacramento. I guess we'll find out. All right. Again, if you want to give me a shout, just hit the link. All right. Send me a message via the chat, which we're doing right now. There's the link. All right. And I would love to have you on the show today. But if not, no problem. I'll answer questions and we'll go from there. All right. But the the incredible game the night before, which, yeah, I thought the Kings played well. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But Paul George didn't play. You know? Paul George didn't play. So, yeah, it's it's a good win, and they played well. But the other team didn't have one of its all-stars, okay? Kings took advantage of it. Last night, the Kings took had no advantage of a team that, what, what happened, you know? All right, I want to thank Jay for uh, putting the word out. The uh, winner of our Pick'em League was I'd Rather Be Fishing. And all you need to do is reach out to uh, Ryan and we'll get you the $100 gift card uh, courtesy of Jay. Jay, thank you very much. We greatly appreciate that. And we will uh, try to get the winner I'd rather be fishing. Who won the Pick'em League. Good job. We did that each and every game all the way through the Super Bowl. And we will do it again uh, next year. We'll do it again next year. All right. Now, we talk about everything going on in sports, right? We talk about the NBA. We talk about some... You know, NFL news now with franchise tags and who's going to do what. Then we're going to get in the uh, NFL free agency. And there's going to be a lot of movement, right? Is Justin Fields going to be staying in Chicago? What's going to happen with Saquon Barkley and Tony Pollard and Josh Jacobs? Teams don't want to pay running backs anymore. All right. Those are just a couple of the names. So. It's going to be very interesting to see where these running backs end up. All right. Going to be very interesting to see where they end up. Alberta wants to know, Grant, was this loss last night the worst loss of the year? Not even close. Of course it was the worst loss of the year. Of course. Absolutely. You're past the all-star break now. You're, You're fifth in the West going into the game last night. Each and every game is huge. You're playing a team that had half their roster, not in uniform. And you lose? Yeah, it's the worst loss of the year. Absolutely. I think it's the worst loss in a couple of years. That's how I characterize it. I think it's one of the worst losses in recent memory. Yes, absolutely. There is no way in the world Sacramento should have lost that game last night. And listen, I, I respect the hell out of Eric Spolstra and the way the Heat play. I think more teams should model the way they go about their jobs and their business. I respect the heck out of them. And I said that before the game even began, the night before with Ryan on the postgame show after the Clippers win, I said, I'm telling you right now, folks, uh, there's one thing I'm going to guarantee you. I'm going to guarantee you the Miami Heat play hard. Okay? Doesn't matter who's on the floor. They're going to play hard. But from a talent level perspective, when you have all of those guys out of the lineup and you still lose, that's the worst loss of the year. Plain and simple. How do the Kings establish their own version of the Heat culture? It's not possible 
It's impossible because the Kings do not have Mickey Arison and they don't have Pat Riley. So it's not possible. You got Vivek Ranadive and you got Monty McNair. So it's not possible to duplicate the culture of the Miami Heat. Can't do it. Okay. Can't do it. It's a good, very good question, by the way, but you can't do it. All right. It starts with the ownership. And then you have a guy like Pat Riley. It's going to do great things for your franchise. All right. Great things for your franchise. Uh, I'm looking at a Sacramento Kings team that to me has, well, first of all, they got to make the playoffs first. All right. You got to, you, you must, you have to make the playoffs. I don't think the Kings are going to be a top six team in the West. I don't. And then you got to go into the play-in tournament if you're not a top six. And you might have to play the Warriors or the Lakers to get into the playoffs. I'm sorry. I don't like that recipe for success. You know? Hey, Grant, I remember how Mickey Arison stood up for the Sacramento Kings publicly during the relocation saga. Yeah, he said he wished Kevin Johnson had been the mayor of Miami. Yeah. That's exactly right. Victor thinks the worst loss of the year was against Detroit. You you could make that argument. You could make that argument. Um, for whatever reason, and I've talked about this for years and everyone talks about this for years, when you come off a really, really long trip and you only have one day off to get ready for a game, very often you're going to stumble in that game, even when you're playing an inferior team. But with with what is at stake right now in the West, and you take on a depleted, depleted team, and they beat you by double digits, I, I don't know what else to say, you know? I, I don't know what else to say. But the this team's not very this team is good. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I've said that. The Kings are a good team. They're a good team. They're not anything more than a good team. And I, I don't know why anyone would have any confidence that A, the Kings are going to make the playoffs, and B, win in the playoffs. How? How are they going to win in the playoffs? I, I don't see it. All right, let me give you some scores going on in the NBA uh, that you want to keep your eye on. At the break in Cleveland, uh, the Cavaliers lead the Mavericks 60-56. to 56. So, obviously, you're rooting for the Cavaliers if you're a Kings fan. The Warriors at halftime are in Washington, D.C., and they lead the Wizards 60-58, to all right? The Pelicans in the second are at the Garden in New York. They lead the Knicks 32-25. to Spurs-Timberwolves just underway, all right? Then you have the Rockets and the Thunder. Those are the games you want to keep your eyes on, all right? All right. Uh, I was at both talking about Detroit and last night, this team has an effort problem other than Monk and Sabonis. They got some type of problem, that's for sure. All right? Uh, I know it's early, but the but can the Kings shoot for a major move during this offseason? It's a good question, and it is early. I said this a month ago, and I'm going to say it again. If the Kings don't make the playoffs this year, 
there will be major moves everywhere, in my opinion. All right? You know what, Victor? You're wrong. Okay? You're right about Detroit was an embarrassing loss. You're right. But you got to give the Kings credit. We did come back versus the Heat and tied it and believe then gave it away at the end. No, Victor, you don't give the Kings credit. Okay? Because it's a 48-minute game. It's not a 12-minute game. So I totally disagree. They gave up 63 points in the first half to the Miami Heat, playing without all of those players. So I don't want to hear about, uh, gee, they were down by 20, and they came back and tied it. And made No. They lost 121 to 110, Victor. They lost by 11 points. Doesn't matter that the game was tied at one point in the fourth quarter. What the hell difference does that make, Victor? Am I going to give the Atlanta Falcons credit in the Super Bowl because they were up 28 to 3 and they lost to Brady and the Patriots? Do I give the Atlanta Falcons credit because they were playing so well for two and three, two, two and a half quarters of that game? No, I don't. They lost. All right. I mean, I disagree with you, Victor. You, you, you fans, and, I, and I'm generalizing here, you fans get too caught up in, gee, you know, the Kings had a good effort uh, because they were down a lot and they came back. Victor, why were they down so many points? Did you forget about not giving them credit for being down 20 to a team that had, you know, half their team not on the court? What about that part, Victor? Do you want to just forget about that part? Why is it that you have to give the Kings credit because they came back from being down 20? Why did they get down by 20, Victor? Do you not want to harp on that? You and I are totally on opposite points of view there. And I respect your opinion, Victor, but you and I totally see it differently. All right. Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Z-Biotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and Lance wants to know, do I like Fox shooting more threes, less ball movement, less attempts for other players? No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't like him shooting all those threes. I don't. By the way, if you're just joining me, Fox is questionable tomorrow with a uh, knee contusion. The Kings will get their doors blown off tomorrow without De'Aaron Fox. They might get their doors blown off anyway. Denver is going to be really ready to play this game. And here's the other deal. You're playing the real Denver Nuggets tomorrow. You're not playing the Denver Nuggets you played in the first three games. You're going to see the real Denver Nuggets. And if Fox does play, and if the Kings do beat Denver, then I will come on the air right here, and I will say that's the best win of the year. Okay? Because you're playing a team that will be healthy. You're playing a team that's well-rested. And I will give this I will give this Sacramento Kings major, major props. Major props. I will. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'll give major props. That would be a big-time win, all right? Because now you're playing the Nuggets with Jamal Murray, with Aaron Gordon, with Nikola Jokic, all right? And I'm really talking about Murray, who's missed, what, two of the three games. You take De'Aaron Fox off the Kings floor and see what happens. You take Jamal Murray off the Denver floor and see what happens. Even though they have the MVP and Nikola Jokic, without your quarterback, you're not the same team. And if Fox does not play tomorrow, uh, you got some real problems. You got some real problems. So I'll update you on the scores. Uh, right now, though, the main games, the, the Mavericks is one of the main games. All right. The Pelicans, that's another game. So th those are the two games that you're really keeping an eye on. The reason why I don't talk about the Warriors that much is for this reason. When you look at the standings right now, the Warriors are in 10th. They have four fewer wins, and they have three more losses. Now, the Kings play 25 games. They have 25 games remaining. It's not impossible, but it's unlikely that Golden State's going to catch Sacramento with 25 games left. And if they do, the Kings won't be in the top six, and they won't be seven, and they won't be eight. They'll either be nine or ten. And I, and I don't think that's going to happen. All right? I know the Warriors have been playing better. I know they lost their last game. They're eight and two in their last ten. But... I don't think the Warriors are going to catch Sacramento. I actually think the top 10 teams are pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered. Jazz are 27 and 31. They have four more losses than 10th place Golden State. Okay? They have three more losses than 9th place Lakers. I think your top 10 teams are the way they look right now, but not in, in that particular order. Phoenix, New Orleans, Sacramento, and Dallas. Those two, two of those four teams are going to be in the playoffs. Two of those four teams are going to be in the play-in. And you don't want to be in a play-in, all right? Because let's just say you're Sacramento, and let's say you play Dallas in the play-in. The winner goes into the playoffs. The loser 
then has to win the next game against the winner of the 9-10. Listen, I like the way the Kings match up with Dallas. I really do. I'm not crazy going against the Mavs in a one-game winner-take-all pretty much format if Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic are on the floor. Yeah, I think I would give the Kings at least a 50-50 chance of winning, but I'm not crazy about that. Let's say you lose that game and then have to play the winner of the Lakers and the Warriors. You want to go against Steph Curry in a 48-minute, literally winner-take-all, loser goes home? You want to go 48 minutes against LeBron James and Anthony Davis? I don't know about you, but I don't. All right? John wants to say that Murray and Jokic are equally to Denver, in my opinion. Do you agree? No, John. No. You're, you're comparing. Maybe, John, I'm not understanding your question, so maybe you can elaborate. You're not equating. Are you, are you talking about, I'm sorry, my bad. I misunderstood you. Yes. Yes. I, for a minute, I thought you were talking about Keegan. So, yes, you're 100% correct. In terms of importance, yes. It's a very good, very good. I do. Listen, Nikola Jokic is an MVP. He's one of the best players in the league. But, and you're right on, John. I do. Yes. All right? I do. I think you might even say that in terms of their overall success, Murray might be more important to that because of the position that he plays. So, yes, good job there. I think you're spot on. All right. Again, if you want to give me uh, a message, fire away, and I'll be happy to uh, answer your questions. All right. Glad to have you here on this open forum. If you don't like that. Also want to tell you about New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. If you go to SACServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen, they will be there for you 24-7. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Again, that's SACServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. Don't forget. Tomorrow, pregame with Ryan. Then the three of us with Jerry Reynolds, halftime. I will join Ryan on the postgame. Jerry Reynolds is going to be on Thursday this week because of the game tomorrow because Jerry will be on with us at halftime. So Jerry will be on Thursday at 4 o'clock right here if you don't like that. All right, what else you want to talk about today? All right? Just tell me, do you agree with me that Last night's game was the worst loss of the season. I am putting it worse than the Detroit Pistons because of the, the timing of the game, the injuries, the fact that the Detroit game, I, I, I predicted that would be an ugly game before it began. I predicted that the Kings would have to play very well to beat Detroit in that game. Last night, I gave the Kings... I thought they were going to win the game automatically. But I should know better than to say that about this Sacramento Kings team. Here's what I saw last night. The Kings were outplayed. And quite frankly, the Kings were outcoached. Eric Spolstra completely outcoached Mike Brown last night. I, I think that very apparent. Matthew says that the Pelicans in the season tournament loss would be horrible too. And again, I was there booing. I would have booed too. All right. Yeah, you know, I don't I wouldn't want to see the Pelicans in the in-season tournament. You know? 
We know how that matchup has worked out with Sacramento. So I would have booed the Kings last night. Would If you were not at the game last night and if you had been at the game, would have you booed, you know? Um, Jay says, yes, worst loss of the year, but Detroit is 1B. I, I don't disagree with that, Jay, you know? Was it more of a matchup issue with the Heat? No, it's more of a heart issue, not a matchup issue. It was a heart issue. Matchup? Did you see who the did you see who the Miami Heat started? Come on now. Did you see who did not play for the Miami Heat? Did you look at the roster of the Miami Heat when the game began of the players that were playing and the players that weren't playing? Come on now. You know? Eric is arguably one of the best coaches ever. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I was booing from my couch last night. Good job right there, Jay. I think I heard you, you know? Lance says, absolutely worst loss, pathetic. Would you like to see the coach go deeper into bench to bench the starters? Didn't Adelman do that? Yeah, you can't compare this team to what Rick Adelman did because it's just not, you know, I don't want to go back uh, 25 years ago. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think he utilized his players very well last night. I, I didn't think he adjusted very well to what Spolster and the Miami Heat did last night. I just thought Mike Brown got out coached last night. You know, I, I just do. All right. Says, you're awesome, Grant. We miss you in the 916, buddy. Well, thank you very much. I miss you too, you know. Sea Dog hits it right on the head here. Unfortunately, these type of losses are numb to Kings fans at this point. Spot on. What's going on with Sasha Vizankov? Badly sprained ankle. I don't think he'll be back this year. I really don't. Or if he will, he's. I don't know how he's going to get back on the floor. All right? Hey, Grant, is the lack of consistency this team plays with due to a player issue, coaching, or both? This is the same coach that was the unanimous coach of the year last year. I think it's, I hate to put the blame on one guy, but it's not just one guy, but I'll start with De'Aaron Fox. I think that's the biggest reason. I think his play has been way too inconsistent this year. But he's also won a lot of games, but I, th I think it's it's been too inconsistent for me. You don't see like Shea Gilgis-Alexander have these lows the way De'Aaron Fox does. Just to give you an example there, all right? Well, come on, Zach. Said, I did not plan on even watching a game last night based on this season. Then, come on, Zach. No disrespect, Zach, but then you're not really a true fan. Teams from five to eight in the standings. That's right. Teams from five to eight in the standings can shift every other game. Seems like the West is always a lot tighter than the East. Well, it is this year. That's for sure, Sea Dog. You know, and I'm looking at the games going on right now, and we could have big fluctuation before the Kings hit the floor. The Mavs have gone ahead of the Cavs. 70 to 67, and the Pelicans lead the next 37 to 34. So, I mean, those two scores right there can change the standings because New Orleans right now, if they lose, would fall behind Sacramento with 25 losses. And if Dallas wins, okay, they would go ahead of Sacramento. If the Pelicans and the Mavericks win tonight. The Kings will take the floor tomorrow in Denver in eighth place. Although they would be equal 
in the loss column. So for all intents and purposes, if New Orleans wins against the Knicks and Dallas wins against Cleveland, New Orleans, Sacramento, and Dallas will basically be tied going into the game tomorrow. And if the Kings then lose to Denver, which I think they will, the Kings will be in eighth place. All right? I, I, I don't know. You know? Uh, C-Dog said Vasquez sure looked like a seasoned veteran down the stretch last night. Yes, he did. You know? Uh, this message. I said the same thing to Rhino last night. Defense is heart, and it's non-existent in these losses. There is nobody on the roster who can fire up the defense presence on the floor. Defense breeds defense. Spot freaking on. 100%. Hey, quick update from uh, Vanderbilt Medical Center in Nashville. I was just texting uh, Scott Pollard a couple of, well, about two hours ago. Uh, Scott is hopeful to get out of the hospital tomorrow. And then he would move into a uh, basically a, an apartment building right across the street from the medical center for approximately the next six weeks. And then he will be doing uh, rehabilitation therapy, things of that nature, physical therapy uh, every single day where he will walk into the hospital, into their physical therapy department, rehabilitation department, and he'll be doing that for the next six weeks. So uh, he is in very good spirits. He is still having... Not only, you know, not all good days. There are some bad days. Uh, he had one, what is today? Tuesday, I want to say Saturday, where he had a pacemaker put into just to, it, it basically was an insurance policy for his heart. And, but he's in very good spirits. And he is hopeful to be getting out of the, uh, hospital tomorrow. All right. I asked him about his uh, energy and he said that, you know, he goes, the only reason why his strength is that way he feels is because he's been laying on his butt for two weeks. Yeah, that's part of it. I also think he would know better than I would, but you know, he was cut open. So, but, but he, he really, he said, he's not using a walker. Uh, he's not resting at all during his walks. Uh, he told me that he's taken two today and was taking another one. He said that his numbers have done a complete 180 from yesterday, meaning much better. And so uh, he's progressing very well. All right. Good stuff. All right. Good stuff. All right. My thoughts on the Chiefs signing punt, uh, Matt Areza. I think it's great. And I also think it's another indication of what's wrong with our society where you're not innocent until proven guilty when you're alleged to have committed certain types of criminal acts, such as sexual abuse, just to name one. And I think it's unfortunate that we and the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League indicted him and made him out to be guilty before we had all the facts. So I think it's great. I think it's great. C-Dog says, love the community's reaction, all of his wife's updates on Twitter. It's great. Absolutely. Great. You know, I want to get back to that. Uh, Josh Giddy, Oklahoma City. Ryan and I were having this conversation 
right after the allegations came out and the fact that Giddy was still playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it had been, I don't know, a week, maybe two weeks after the allegations and he was still playing. And Ryan asked me about it. And I said, my experience of being with professional franchises is that the teams have a lot of facts at their disposal. And the teams pretty much know whether a player is guilty as charged or these are allegations that will end up being untrue. And generally speaking, if a player continues to play amid such serious, serious allegations, it's because the team knows that the player is not guilty of the accusations. Okay. So I said to Ryan, I think he's going to be fine because I don't think the Thunder would be allowing him to play if they felt that the allegations against him were true. So there you have it. Uh, this one, I used to love hearing Pollard's quirky interviews on the local news. He was my favorite player in the late 90s for sure, almost exclusively because of his personality. Great guy. Hey, something else I wanted to talk about today. We're in this stretch drive of the Sacramento Kings season, okay? 25 games left. If you want to sponsor this show, pregame, halftime, postgame, the Jerry Reynolds show, okay? We're going to be doing a lot of content coming up, and our viewership continues to go up the other night after the Clippers game. Just on X alone, we had 17,000 people watching. So your advertisement, your spots will get heard, and it will enhance your business, okay? If you want to sponsor this show, all right, this is what you need to do. Reach out to me or Ryan, but reach out to me, gnapier at gmail.com. Again, that's gnapier at gmail.com. Also, okay, if you just want to email me about what you like about the show, what you don't like, I, I don't have a lot of time, and I, I don't mean this in a, in a very uh, – I don't want this to come across as the, the wrong thing. I get a lot of people reaching out to me and I get a lot of emails and I, I don't have time to respond to all of the questions about what's going on in sports. If you want to know what's going on with the Kings or with this, just call the show or, or, or join me on the show. I, I'm not, I, and again, understand where I'm coming from when I say this. I don't have a lot of the personal time to respond to sports questions via my email. I would much prefer that you just use this form or on Listen app to ask me your questions. And again, I, I'm not trying to be like, gee, I'm I'm too good for you. I'm not, I'm not like that. I got a lot of things going on, and I it's important to me to get back to everyone. Like I, I believe that's an important part of what I do. But understand that if you email me and ask me about a, an, an aspect of the Kings game last night. You know, why don't you just join me on my show and ask me that way? All right. Th that's what I would prefer. But, you know, if you want to email me about the show, what you like and what you don't like and give me some suggestions, I would love that. I would love that. Okay. But if you ask me, Gene Grant, what did you think of that call last night in the third quarter? Uh, that's that's not what my email is for. Okay. My email is for suggestions, what you like, what you don't like. And again, if you want to sponsor the show, do me a favor, hit me up. Gene Napier at gmail.
gmail.com. All right, love to get your questions right here on If You Don't Like That. <laughs> yeah, we were garbage yesterday. Yes. Also, nitpicking here because you want to know what drives Scott crazy? S C O T T. S C O T. S C O T. S C O T. Scott goes crazy when people use two T's on his first name. S C O T. There you have it. All right. Uh, great question. What is my book coming out? I'm still waiting for my lawsuit to conclude. And my trial is scheduled for November. And um, once my lawsuit is wrapped up, then I will proceed. And that will determine what direction my book will go in as well. All right. All right. Matthew says, we just want wins. We have too much spare time and enjoy the show, Grant. I know you want wins. All right. Oh, man. I love it. All right. Uh, what's my take on the Giants and Saquon Barkley situation? I wouldn't have signed Barkley to the tag last year, and I wouldn't do it this year. I would have never drafted Saquon Barkley where the Giants drafted him, and uh, he doesn't help the Giants win enough. So... I'm fine. I'm, I, 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 you know what, C-Dog, I agree in the devaluation of the running back. I really do. I think the most important part of your offense is your offensive line. And I think if you have a good offensive line, you can win with a running back that maybe wasn't taken high in the draft like Pacheco, right? So, I mean... I'm just not a fan of taking a running back that high and spending all that money on a running back. You know, you will win grant. You will win. I think I'm going to win too, but thank you very much. All right. Um, I hope you're fairly compensated in November grant. Thank you very much. Well, the first thing I want to do is I want to have my uh, name restored and uh, I want to set, I want to be a, uh, a benchmark case for all the other people in this country that have been so wrongly canceled over nothing. So that that's my first goal. And then we'll go from there. But thank you very much. All right. Prayers to Scott Pollard. God's watching over him. Thank you very much. Remember, S-C-O-T. Because believe it or not, Scott watches some of these shows. And uh, we want to make sure we spell his name right. Because Scott, if you're watching, I know that drives you crazy. That's why I'm trying to help you out here, buddy. You know? Good one. All right. Uh, I've been meaning to ask, what's your thoughts on the firing of Steve Wilkes? And what about the news that the 49ers didn't game plan for a Super Bowl overtime? Well, I think he should have lost his job. As far as not game planning, the controversy is coming over whether they should have deferred or not. That's that's pretty much. I mean, when you say they didn't game plan, they got the ball and they went right down the field, right? And because of a missed blocking assignment, they missed a touchdown. So, not game planning, if you want to call it that, didn't really cost them. They're being criticized for not deferring in overtime, but you know their defense had just been on the field for a long time. Uh, I don't think they lost the game because of what happened in overtime. John says, we're all behind you, Grant. Thank you very much. Uh, do you have more optimism about this upcoming Yankee season compared to years past? No, I don't. I don't. 
And I got to tell you, Sea Dog, I can't even watch baseball anymore. I, I, I think it's the worst, most boring ass game. I have trouble getting through two or three innings of baseball. I, I don't like the way the game's played, Sea Dog. The ball's not in play enough for me. And the Yankees, once again, will lead the league in strikeouts. And, you know, I got to watch a team that might hit four home runs in a game, but also is going to strike out 20 times. Why do I want to see a team strike out 20 times? I don't like the way the game's played. Will I watch some baseball? You know, the only time I really find myself watching baseball is when my buddy is working behind home plate, Brian Knight. And, you know, if I'm in a city where he's at and he's working, even if he's not behind home plate, I'll go to the game to hang out with him before the game. But, man, I have a difficult time sitting through a baseball game. I really do. So do I have optimism? No. Why would I have optimism about a team that Brian Cashman put together? Why would I have optimism? I don't have any optimism, you know? Uh, somebody says, will you seek another play-by-play -play position in the NBA at some point? You were awesome and made the game so exciting. Dave, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm keeping all of my doors open. And a lot depends on the outcome of my lawsuit and what that will be like at the completion, what opportunities may arise. Uh, I'm fully committed to winning my lawsuit. I think it's very important, not only for me, but for so many others. I actually think it's important for the country, to be quite honest with you. And we'll go, we'll, we'll see. We'll go from there, you know. NBA Guru Zach is here. Do you think you are more harsh on the Kings after not being with the team? Were you trying to be nicer when you're on TV? It's a great question. First of all, when I'm on TV, I my job was to announce the game. My job was not to be very opinionated when I was announcing the game. All right? That's not really the role of a play-by-play -play announcer. On my radio show, I felt that I was very critical of the team when they needed to be critical. I had no problem being critical of the team's best players over my tenure on the radio in Sacramento. So, no, I don't. It's a very fair question, and it's a good question. I think I'm the same. I don't think I'm more critical of the team now than I was when I was on the radio. Will I be watching or going to any World Cup games in 2026? Well, I won't be going to any of the games. Um, I was just in Miami a couple days ago, and I was speaking with somebody that is on the committee, the World Cup committee, in South Florida, because they have a lot of the matches that are going to be there, including, I believe, the quarterfinals. And uh, he was talking to me about the price of tickets already going through the roof. So, no, I, I, first of all, I wouldn't want to go. Doesn't really interest me that much. Will I watch it? Um, maybe a little bit. You know, I got to tell you, I watched the Argentina-France World Cup final. And... I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And I watched the whole thing and I, I was, I, I enjoyed it. But like, do I think I'll watch, I'll probably watch, I'll probably watch when Team USA plays. I don't know if I'll watch every match. Um, I'll watch some of it, you know? There you are. Good question though. Appreciate that. All right. Hey, I want to tell you, about uh, Bennett's Westside Grill in Rockland, one of their three restaurants, Sacramento, Roseville, and of course, 
Brian Bennett does a great job at all three restaurants. Prime Seafood and Steak. And you can get to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, make a reservation and more. Don't forget about their uh, happy hour specials on apps and drinks. They have 60 different types of wine available by the glass. I love their menu. It's great. Three restaurants. Again, go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Check out their menu and more. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Love this format. So happy to have uh, you all here. Uh, Team USA will be very good by 2026. I don't know. You know, so so does that mean they're going to make it? They'll they'll make it out of the knockout round like they did last time. I mean, I don't I don't know. They they should be better. I would think so. You know. Uh, this one spot on that your suit is important for the country. I am so tired of the uh, policing of language, or is it the yeah? Nobody can even talk about anything anymore. It is the worst at big corporations. Freedom of speech. Amen. You're spot on, you know? All right, here's a good one. What's your take on the A's possibly playing in West Sacramento? Do you think they'll be good for the city? It would be great for the city, but I don't see how it could possibly happen. I don't see. You know, I, when I moved to Sacramento in 87, Greg Lukenbill had the march on baseball, if you remember that, if you were alive then. And um, I will say that... Sacramento's been trying to get Major League Baseball, well, since I started my career in Sacramento in 87. And I, I made fun of the March on Baseball back in 87. And I was new and lot, I ruffled some feathers, including Greg Lucanville, who I love and have immense respect for that man. And I knew that baseball is never coming to Sacramento, I'm talking about Major Leagues. And Major League Baseball will never come to Sacramento. Now, could you conceivably have the A's play in Sacramento for a year or two if they're building a stadium. Yeah. But as far as Sacramento having the A's as a full-time MLB team, no. Dave wants to go. I think Doug Christie stabbed you in the back by not supporting you. I'm so disappointed in him. Thank God Jerry stood by you. Nice man. I said this once and I'll say it again. Doug's acts were cowardly and he should be ashamed of himself. And uh, But that's Doug. Doug lives in a cocoon. You know, Doug, his whole adult life has lived in a little bubble. And I, I'll just say this, and I say it respectfully, Doug's view on what's going on in the real world is really not very good. It's actually sad. He's very uneducated on what's going on outside of his bubble. He's a great, great, great husband. He's a great, great father. And I, I applaud the hell out of him for that. You know what? He's he's a great family man. Uh, I, and I, I want to repeat myself. He's a great husband and he's a great father. Great dad. Great dad. But he is very uneducated on what's going on outside of his bubble. And I, I, I think it's sad. I feel sorry for him. You know, I attended the March on Baseball. Still have the hat. How about that? August of 87, right? How about that? Well, uh, the A's are not using Sacramento as a negotiating ploy because anyone with a brain in their head knows that Sacramento is not capable of having a major league team. So I, I disagree with you. Now, again, they could play there in a short term while a stadium in Oakland or Vegas is whatever. You know what I'm saying? But long term, no, they're not using Sacramento as a negotiating ploy. All right. They're just not. All right. Don't forget tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, 
pregame with Ryan and Sacktown, halftime, Jerry Reynolds, postgame. I'll also do my open forum Wednesday over on Listen App. So we got a lot going on tomorrow. Hey, I want to thank you. Great questions. You all are awesome. Uh, I appreciate the support. And the one nice thing about my open forum shows, you can ask me about anything. And I'm, I'm, yeah. Manny says temporarily. Yeah, temporary, temporarily, yes. Thank you, Patrick. Appreciate your support. Let me get you an update there on that Knicks game. I know Patrick's watching that Knicks game as he's listening to my show. Let me give you some updates here before I get off here, all right, before I sign off, because these are big games. All right, the uh, Cavs lead the Mavs 89-86, now 91-86, nine and a half left in the fourth. And at the break, the Pelicans lead the Knicks 80 or 48 uh, to 47. Timberwolves are rolling over the Spurs uh, as well. Those are your important scores. And I also will tell you the Warriors are blowing out the Wizards, so they're going to win again. All right? They're going to win again. Uh, this says, this is fun, Grant. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate all of you. We'll look forward to having you on here tomorrow. Don't forget, Ryan, six, or uh, that would be 5.30 tomorrow, pregame show, the Kings and the Nuggets. Fox, questionable. They need him. Make it a good rest of your Tuesday. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.